Hello and welcome to the Unscripted Scripts Show, the only podcast that reads uh, people's hard work and without their tears permission. apart. Anyway, <laughs> I'm joined. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined by John and Lawrence. That's me. Now the listeners cannot tell, but Jeff and I are wearing party hats right now. tell them all right fine we'll edit that out <laughs> we don't need to tell them that it's our birthday <laughs> and this is what we're doing <laughs> on our birthday because <laughs> we're a couple of losers well we, we decided the, the thing that we wanted to do more than anything else was to entertain our listeners wasn't <laughs> yes, <it>? yes. <laughs> after on, all the other most important yeah, that's right that's right we're here on our birthday just just for you i could be out getting pussy right now oh, so much pussy jesus uh, anyway, I think, uh, so before we get started on the, the movie that we've been reading, mm -hmm. I believe uh, we wanted to talk briefly about what we've been posting. We're about, about to post. soon be, very, very soon be posting on our Patreon page. Patreon.com uh, slash unscripted scripts. That's our, that's our script called Winning the Battle that was sent to us by by a listener and written by a listener named Deshaun. Yes. And his late wife. That too. Well, she yeah. didn't send it. <laughs> she didn't send it. No, she it. did not. She could not do that. I've been uh, incommunicado with Deshaun. Yes. And uh, I, I, I've, uh, I've sent it to him. He's listened to the, uh, the first part. Yes, writers yes, who yeah. send us their scripts get their content for free. Yeah. That's right. We're not it should be an added you, incentive. Uh, yeah. So I've, after a few emails back and forth, uh, here's his response after listening. He says, I did listen, thanks. Can't wait for the rest of can't wait for the rest. Big fan of the Sergeant Perry voice. <laughs> <laughs> and loved what you did during the flashback scene. <laughs> looking like I it was looking like I was watching stripes all over again, LOL. Lols. Nice. I'm a Christian and I still laughed, so I so I found it funny the way you guys did it. Congratulations. We made a Christian laugh. Yes. How about that? All right. So he I responded that I'm glad that he liked it. And he responded uh, with, he says, can't wait to hear. I responded that part two would be coming soon. He responded with, excellent, can't wait to hear it. What is the website so I can tell it on my podcast? He Ooh. has a podcast, too. We should yes. plug his podcast. Yes, we should. The Big D Zone is his podcast. The Big D Zone. So what do yeah. they do on the Big D Zone? He talks a lot. Well, from what I've gathered, he talks a lot about wrestling, which is right up my alley. That's probably oh. how he found us then. <laughs> that, that would make sense. But he also talks about other stuff. He does interviews. Stuff does like he get about okay. God? Cool. Uh, not in the ones that I've listened to. Okay. But maybe he does. So check it out. Uh, the That's Big right. D Zone. Whichever. All his episodes are, are fairly short. Mm -hmm. Fairly easy listens. At, <laughs> They're 30 at seconds a, long. At a full... At a, at the, the longest one, I think, was 32 minutes that I saw. <laughs> but he does do multiple per day. Oh, okay. So. Well, lots cool. of content there. Yeah, he does have plenty of content. So that's bonus number two. If you send us a script that you we wrote... We will plug you. Is we'll that plug we will you. plug your podcast. Or whatever it is you're doing. On ours. Yeah. He says... I would like to have your show as a guest on my podcast. I'll interview you with your co-hosts, which I told him I would discuss with you guys and get back to him on that. I would love to if the technology cooperated. If we can get <laughs> the would, technology yeah. working. If the technology I, yeah. works, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. 
Okay. Well, thank you very much, Deshaun. Oh, yes. you're done reading it? Yeah, that's okay. it. That's well, it. thank you very much, Deshaun. Very happy to hear from you. And thank you again for sending us yes. such a lovely, lovely script. That we've that been, we've enjoying. been <laughs> enjoying very much. And again, if you want to hear that script or any of our other material that uh, we put up there, go to patreon.com slash unscripted scripts and uh, maybe provide a little financial support for the little uh, well, you know, I mean, you material. Tone it down with the money talks. You know? <laughs> well, they'll, they'll I mean, get you can't get, they can't They get, know what Patreon yeah. is. They'll find, you know, they'll see it and... Value for value, right? Value yes, for value, value for that's value. right. Value for value. And also check out Big D Zone wherever yes. you get mm-hmm. your podcasts. All right. All right, now that we're done with that. Now done with that, we can get on with the, the film that we've been taking a look at. It's called Apostle 13. And hopefully we'll be finishing this turd. I yes, believe we will we be. Should, yeah, we should definitely there's not be able to much left. Uh, what do we do afterwards? We're going to have to find some shit. We'll make it work. Okay. <laughs> we'll do something. All right. So I have a contingency in place. Oh, good. We got... We got <laughs> good. We're a very professional show. Yes. We have an out. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick synopsis. Let's make this one brief because hopefully, I assume if, you just, if you're listening to part three, then you listen to parts one and two. So, as you may remember, uh, we started off with a guy who is from the future and then he goes back in time for some reason. <laughs> and <laughs> by accident killer by driving right, a second time because he falls into the time machine and then it's Jesus and Jesus gets a bunch of pussy and he's cool and it's the life of Brian Riffoff and History of the World Part 1 we mentioned that mm-hmm. uh, then now he does his fake miracles which aren't even miracles you know yeah. that type of thing uh, the apostles, they write the comic books. Jesus to, uh, keeps the stories, kayfabe. And then Jesus uh, kayfabes. And then uh, <laughs> Jesus is fucking Pontius Pilate's daughter, who is, in, is betrothed. Mm-hmm. Good word. Betrothed. <laughs> Are you looking for approval on that? <laughs> yes, I was. That's a $10 I wanted word someone there. to say a nice word, but no uh. one did. Jackasses. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. I don't normally compliment words. <laughs> so, yes, but Jesus is fucking Julia, who is betrothed to Judas. Jesus is Judas is financier. <laughs> and I think what was happening now is that they're kind of trying to like get the fuck out of there to get away from Judas and Pontius Pilate and yes. all them, so Jesus doesn't die. And Caiaphas. And is Caiaphas is there too, and he's like, "This Jesus must die, must die, must die." But anyway, <laughs> that's what's happening that's, now, that's, yeah. and that's where we're at. And that's where we're going to pick up. All right. Well, I made a boo-boo last time, guys, and I ended in the middle of a scene. Uh, you, that's, we have to scrap the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what the, more specifically where we left off was uh, Skylar, our lead and protagonist, uh, and Jesus' sister, Rachel, and Jesus go down to, hang, to the apostles' hangout, and they tell them that we, uh, we have a plan to you know, make sure Jesus does not die. And... They get to their mission, and they walk to the door. Matthew, off camera. Jesus. Jesus turns. Sky sees Matthew hand Jesus a small satchel that Jesus quickly hides in his tunic. They exit. Exterior, Apostles Hangout, continuous. We'll cover more ground if the three of us split up. I'll take the north side of town. Rachel, you take the south. Jesus, you take the square. Remember, it's it's large, round, and made of glass. Trust me, you've never seen anything like it. No one's ever seen anything like it. That's right, because they're looking for the time machine. Looking for the time machine. Exterior, Nazareth Square. Day. Jesus enters the square. People immediately flock to him, holding out their copies of The Adventures. Jesus, touch my book! Me too! 
Tell us how you perform the miracle of the fishes and loaves. The suspense is killing us. Jesus is suddenly overwhelmed and a little uncomfortable. It wasn't an actual miracle per se. A small man makes his way through the crowd. He, pre- he, pre- he presents Jesus <laughs> with his deformed hand. This is the monkey's paw. <laughs> Please heal my hand like you did for those people, and Jesus cures the crippled. Everyone looks to Jesus, expecting to witness a miracle. It's not like that. I can't actually... It was a splinter. I have a headache. He rushes off. Exterior. (laughs) Nice running. Exterior. Nazareth Main Street, day. Jesus hurries along, trying to avoid people. He nears the tavern. A hand grabs him and pulls him into the alley. Go! Exterior alley, continuous. (laughs) It's Julia. Julia! They begin to kiss. I managed to slip away from my maidservant so we don't have long. It's been quite a morning. I have so much to tell you. So do I. I saw Judas yesterday. What? Did he hurt you? That's the, that's the first place he goes? Did he hurt you? Did he hurt you? What, is Judas oh. like abusive? Maybe Judas, Judas Maybe is abusive. be a homo, you know. A gay Judas. Julia's a beard and then like, yeah, you know, he just ta- takes his you know, self-denial out on her. You know, then that, does, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. He wanted me to see the strange ball he found. He claims God gave it to him to win my love. It's large and round and made of glass. I've never seen anything like it. What do you think it could be? The color drains from his face. Where is he keeping it? Interior. Judas's storage room. Day. Jesus, Sky, and Rachel raise their heads up and peer through the window like three peeping toms. Now ripping off the little rascals. <laughs> they see the MK1. Interior, George, Judas's storage room, day. Okay, we just did that. We didn't need a transition for that. There's no transition for the same room. They enter. Rachel is astonished. Ah! Jesus is struck with fear as he approaches the machine. Now will you believe me? You really travel through time in NAS? Like a boss. Ugh. I know. What is it like in the future? They think Jesus is the son of God. You're lying. This is a trick. You know it's not. You see what's happening out there? The adventures of Jesus don't end here. You should listen to him, Jesus. Of course you take his side. I've seen the lust in your eyes. His Conway is... Twitty song. No, no, sister. See the one, two, two yeah. in your eyes. That's a great fucking song. And Conway Twitty, although he looks ridiculous, that man can sing his balls off. Mm. Woo! Thank well, he you. could if he was still alive. Thank you for that review. <laughs> I wanted to go to a happy place. It was a review, the review portion of the yeah. show. Anyway, um, if Jesus does go to the future, then doesn't that mean that they're like no one's going to remember him? Ooh, or maybe it's like a new like risen from the dead sort of shit. Like he comes back and they're like, "Oh my God, it's Jesus! It's Jesus!" And then they and think he, there's supposed to be some like rapture. He appears but... in Utah, and the Mormons were right all along. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri, eighteen twenty-seven. <laughs> Okay. He's just trying to help you. I don't need this help. I'm leaving. He turns to leave. Sky, wait. He agreed to this mission, and then, of yeah. course, it, it, it all comes I'm out. Oh, and then it's there. <laughs> really uh, you know what? Get uh, out of here. Uh, see ya. Yeah, no, take it off. Take it off. Yeah. Going. Get in the machine. I'm not in danger. They hear soldiers approaching. Roman soldier number two off camera. 
The voices are coming from inside. Now you just did that one. You're gonna be I'm Ro- sorry, I was just saying. It's going to be a Roman. <laughs> the voices are coming from inside. There you go. We're in danger. Sky looks around, then... Out the back. They escape before the soldiers arrive. Exterior, Nazareth Main Street, day. Jesus, Sky, and Rachel walk briskly, making sure no one is following them. Okay, back to plan A. We're leaving Nazareth. I told you, I'm not leaving. You're a liar. And you're, you're a liar, Jerry <laughs> Lundegaard. A fucking liar. <laughs> to Rachel. And you're a traitor. Jesus. One of you will betray me. Le- <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he attempts to storm off, but is quickly approached by a crowd of warp shippers. Warp shippers. Warp shippers. Oh. Eat shit. He leaves in a huff. How shall we shit our Lord? <laughs> well, as you know, like all the ways to use the word shit now. Yeah, immediately. You could only have all, heard like all. one of you. Just learned the word shit in the first part that we read. Exterior, barn, dusk. Sky and Rachel enter. I never knew Jesus could be such a dick. Don't worry about my little brother. I tease him, but the Jesus I know is wise behind his years. He'll soon come to realize that you're telling the truth. Have faith. By the way, I want to break in for a moment. I'm noticing that we're at the point now where the writer is rapidly trying to bring this <laughs> yeah. to a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Where am I? Have faith. Sky Have smiles. Faith. She already knows how to lift his spirits because oh. they know each other for, what, a day and a half? Yeah, a day and a half. That machine. You really are from the future. And we escaped from Roman soldiers. We could have been killed. I've never felt so alive. They look at each other. Moment is charged. Ooh. They kiss. Hold on. Let me take out my retainer. <laughs> <laughs> Interior. Tavern, tavern private party room evening. Jesus and the apostles are having supper at a long table. Jeez. Peter and the apostles. Peter and the Jesus and the apostles are having supper at a long table. Peter, Matthew, Simon, Andrew, John, and Thaddeus sit on one bench. Jesus and the others sit on a bench across. This is gonna be the Last Supper thing where they look like the la- they do something <laughs> that makes them look like the Last Supper. Yeah, painting. That, that's yeah, that's gonna probably. happen. Peter, from the future. This is absurd. Everyone laughs but Jesus. <laughs> you have to admit, Jesus, that's rather outlandish, even for us. He's probably just a wandering madman who fashioned the object to win your favor. <laughs> that was Andrew. No. This is Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. You know, that would make an interesting new character. It could be its own series. Something from The Wanted Woman. A mysterious drifter who, with skilled hands. Maybe he has an eye patch. And rides the mighty steed. They begin to cheer and laugh Woo-hoo. with excitement, causing hey. the bench opposite Ow. Jesus to break and crash to the floor. <laughs> Everyone on Jesus' oh. bench laughs but him. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Serves you right for making light of my misery. Peter rises to his feet. Oh, grow up. Simon makes it to his feet. <laughs> Peter was the boy that couldn't grow up. <laughs> <laughs> but then he did. Oh, pot meat kettle indeed. He became a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> a cold no, man. man I'm a lawyer. Who, who drinks too much and runs as high and runs and hides from his wife and children. <laughs> this is just a dream. Uh, Peter uh, rises to his feet. Okay, Simon makes it to his feet. Where are we going to sit? There's plenty of room on this side. 
The rest get up off the floor, move to the other side, and are now sitting in the formation we now know uh, as the Last Supper. Who called it? And that is a thousand points for Jeff. Hey, I dub out the points here. All right, let me look at my point scoring guide real quick, and that's going to be how many? A thousand. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you're on the board. What about the adventures? What about them? People are starting to think I performed those miracles. Maybe they shouldn't be about me. Why couldn't they be about Simon? Look at Simon, who's clearly an idiot. <laughs> it has to be you. You inspired the character. You inspire us. Besides, this entire adventure is becoming quite profitable. You'll continue to allow us to use your name and likeness if you want to keep the satchels coming. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Matthew used to be a money changer. Yeah. 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 Oh, interesting. Well, this guy knows his Bible. A little bit. <laughs> Jesus frowns. What about Judas? What about Judas? Judas. <laughs> what about Judas? Sky says he's plotting to kill me. That odorous little beast. <laughs> he's got nothing on you. Interior. Apostles hang out. Evening. A single, single candle lights the room. We do not see the holder of the candle, but he is searching for something. Put the candle back. Yeah. <laughs> see, what came to my head was, I was searching for something. Something, you know, in the middle, <laughs> middle of the night. night. Middle of the night. You know, that, that's the only line I know. Uh, through the light, we see the remains of a bowl of hummus. He runs a finger through it. Ew. Then we... <laughs> Still warm. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd bet my life on it. <laughs> then we see a table with a what looks like a card game in progress. He steals some of the money. Then he finds a stack of the adventures. He picks up the copy of Jesus, Son of God. He brings it to his face. It's Judas. He cracks a shit-eating grin. Dun, dun, dun. Interior. Caiaphas's lair. Evening. He has a lair. <laughs> well, what would you call it? What? Well, I don't know what a house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lair. The apostles have a hangout, and Caiaphas has a lair. Yeah, the program exactly. here. Apostles have like a, like a clubhouse. Yeah, with a you know with a jukebox. Yeah, the sign says no girls allowed yeah, no. except for <laughs> except for that horror Mary Magdalene and Rachel. And I guess Rachel because she's you know she's probably a horror too. He's probably, probably has like it a, up in there. Probably, probably like banged a, all of them. Like a pool table in mm -hmm. there. They they run a train on her <laughs> on the pool table. Yeah. Well, I mean they all got to pay. I mean, you know Mary Magdalene still had standards. You know. <laughs> Caiaphas suddenly... Wait. Judas enters the dark and spooky lair. Caiaphas. Caiaphas, my friend, I know you'll sympathize. I say, Caiaphas. Caiaphas. Caiaphas suddenly appears out of the shadows. Boo. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> that's the line. Just what? Jesus. Oh, sorry. That's right, go ahead and play with Caiaphas. What? Where is he? Judas presents the copy of Jesus, Son of God. Right, right where we want him. On Thursday night. night. That's what I was trying to. You find him where you want him. Okay. Caiaphas studies the oh, cover. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this is glorious. Then releases a sinister laugh. Judas joins in, and their laughter echoes as we... <laughs> Come on, pick it up. You're going to be rich. <laughs> Fade, too. Actually, it should be dissolved, too. Interior barn, morning. 
Sky adjusts his tunic as he walks out from behind a bale of hail. Hail? Hail. hail. Bale of hail. What's hail? A bale hail. of hail. From the sky? I don't, I don't know. Jesus is standing at the entrance. Jesus! Tell me how I'm worshipped. What? The people in your time. You said they think I'm the son of God. Rachel said you'd come to your senses. I'm not saying I believe you, but if I did, what happens to me? Well, you die today. That's not a great start. Couldn't you begin <laughs> with something else? All right. Well, there's Christmas. It's the day we celebrate your birthday. And when you're a kid, it's just about the best day ever because you get tons of presents. Like Frankenstein sense in myrrh? <laughs> <laughs> no, like bicycles and video games and scale model rockets. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> it's my birthday, but the children receive the gifts. How wonderful. No, it isn't. Why? When, when your own gifts. How else am I celebrated? Oh, in every way. You're a big part of weddings and funerals, art and literature, Bono. History wouldn't be the same without you. Bono? What's Bono? Is he a big Jesus He's Irish? So, well, the Irish are known for their uh, Catholicism and drinking ways. Okay. Is Bono <laughs> Catholic? Tell me more about the children. Tell me about the children, George. <laughs> you can't keep you near the children. You keep snapping their necks, Lenny. <laughs> Tell me about the children, George. We're going to have a ranch full of children, <laughs> just like Don Imus <laughs> and Mel Blount of the Steelers. Tell me more about the children. What other presents do they get? On Easter, they get chocolate. I'm more of a peeps man myself. Peeps suck. Peeps they do. do fucking they suck. They do. They're awful. awful. They're terrible. Easter. After you die, you supposedly rise from the dead and ascend to heaven like the Undertaker at the 1994 Royal Rumble. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then a rabbit hides colored eggs and kids eat candy. I rise from the dead. And an entire religion is born. It's clearly starting to hit Jesus. If you think those stories are making you popular now, you should see what kind of power they have in the future. People live for you. A beat. And they kill for you. I no longer like what you're saying. Hey, man, you asked. Now I'm asking you to stop. You need to know. I do not wish to know of a time when people kill for me. I'm just a carpenter. Not where I'm from. They think you perform miracles and died for their sins. You're like their first superhero. I don't want to be their hero. Too late, Jack. You... Jesus puts his hands over his ears. La 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 Real mature. What are you, five? La 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 Rachel steps out. Don't you remember me? Rachel steps out from behind the bale. As you read your Bible. As you read your Bible. As you kneel to pray. She was there the whole time. Jesus puts two and two together. You had sex with him. No, I didn't. Confess. Oh, all right, I did. So? Damn. You have to tell them to stop writing those stories. They're going to get you killed. I can't. Why the fuck not? Sky knows. Because of the money. Fine, I'll do it. I, said, I don't <laughs> need your blood money. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus looks ashamed. Sky has him pegged. Ew. Ew. 
I saw the satchel. How much are they paying you? Enough to build the school and start my life with Julia. To Rachel. You didn't think I was going to live with our parents forever, did you? I'm 33, for God's sakes. <laughs> and yesterday, we were 33. Oh. <laughs> we lived longer than uh, Jesus. We did. Well we done, made Jeff. It. Cheers. But none of that matters because Sky is a liar. You're calling me a liar? Do you have any idea what I'm sacrificing for you? You've never sacrificed anything for anyone in your life. The only thing you care about is your pathetic ego. You're such an asshole. Mm, apparently they had Freud in Jesus' yes. time, am I right? No, right? I know. <laughs> they take an aggressive step towards each other. Rachel steps in front of Sky to protect him. This clearly hurts Jesus. I'm not going to die today, but as far as I'm concerned, the two of you are dead to me. God. Fine. Go on, you imposter. <sighs> I hope they nail your ass to a cross <sighs> so I can go home and get out of this shithole. <gasps> Jesus says nothing and everything with his expression. Oh, let me try that again. Jesus says nothing and everything with his expression, then leaves. You have to stop him. Sky, accepting Jesus' fate and his, says solemnly, I can't. Interior, barn, day. It's a short time later. Sky is sitting alone, holding the lamb in his arms. He flashes back to memories of Jesus-related moments from his life. As a youth, enjoying an incredible Christmas morning with his parents. As a youth with a mouth full of peeps. On Easter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this peep over here. As a teen, laughing his ass off with friends while watching a Jesus episode of South Park, which is apparently still on when Sky is in the future future. He's in the future future. I mean, TV hangs around. I mean, we watch episodes of Cheers. As a teen, ogling sexy Catholic schoolgirls as they step off a bus. Two years ago, standing in a cemetery with mourners as a priest presides over his parents' funeral. Which one? They both died both in the same accident. What's his parent? His parents. Oh, you're going to get over that yes. misplaced apostrophe? Yes. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Being nice review, Lawrence. I am being very nitpicky. <laughs> Reviewing the punctuation. Yeah. Which we, well, I mean, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph enters. Hello. Hey. I thought you'd be with Jesus. We kind of had a disagreement. Quiet, deep regret. Sorry for your loss. I wouldn't worry too much about it. My son has many extraordinary qualities, but his greatest one is forgiveness. Sky flashes back to the first moment he and Jesus met. Sky tackling Jesus. Jesus saying he forgives him. He said I was dead to him. <laughs> Petulance. He once said that very same thing to me when I sent him to his room for setting the doves free. You'll, <laughs> You'll see. When Jesus makes a friend, it's for life. Have faith. Everyone should have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sky is clearly moved by the thought. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get this lamb. Joseph reaches down and takes the lamb. Where are you taking him? To slaughter. Sky springs to his feet. But, 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 but why? Because he's delicious. Wait, wait, what about that stupid pig? They look, oh, sorry. They look at the pig. The pig looks at them like, who? Me? <laughs> They're not pets, Sky. They're food. 
No, not this one. Please, don't kill this lamb. Now give me one good reason why I shouldn't. Because he's my friend. What a loser. I know. Exterior. Blind school construction site. <laughs> Everyone walking around with the black glasses on running into each other. They got hard hats and they're just bumping into... <laughs> Accidents and OSHA violations galore. <laughs> they're just hammering nails into their hands. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. That's what I would do if I was directing this picture. Jesus. <laughs> They'd be like, like a, almost like a Zucker Brothers sight gag. Yeah. yeah. They're building yeah. the school sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus hammers away to work off his anger. Pilot, Julia, the maidservant, and many soldiers arrive. Pilot doesn't want to say it, but... Jesus Wozenberg, you're under arrest. For what? Assaulting this wood? Judas. For this! Judas steps forward from behind the soldiers. He is holding the copy of Jesus, Son of God, high above his head. Judas! I'm going to need that hammer. Who's Julia? I've forgotten. Jeff Me. Is... Oh. Father, please. I'm sorry, Julia. I have no choice. A crowd is drawn by the commotion. Sky, Rachel, Joseph, Mary, and the apostles also arrive. Sky quickly steps forward. Everybody stand back. He begins swinging a sling with a stone above his head. What are you doing? Taking, down, taking you down like David took down Goliath. Who? David and Goliath. Never heard of them. Sky looks around. Everyone shrugs. <laughs> they haven't heard of them either. <laughs> oh, come on. Isn't one thing around here true? Seize the crazy one. The soldier quickly ascend upon Sky and subdue him. It doesn't have to end like this, old friend. Judas sneers. Old friend. Place the crowd. Jesus is a criminal. He claims to be the son of God. The citizens let a collective. Oh, oh, oh snap. Oh, snap. Now it all makes sense. Only the son of God could have performed those miracles. He's the Christ, the anointed one. Jesus Christ is the son of God. The citizens cheer. Yay! Jesus witnesses it, alarmed. Jonah, bullshitting himself. Who the fuck is Jonah? I knew it all along. There you go. The crowd begins to chant, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Silence. Caiaphas suddenly appears, spooking everyone. Stupid hebes. Oh. Wait, isn't Ooh. Caiaphas a Jew? Yes, he was yeah, a Jew. He, he was the high, high priest. The high priest. He's the main Jew. Yeah. He was the head Jew. <laughs> <laughs> he, king of the Jews. He wrote in Hebes in here? Wow. Yeah. Oof. He is not the son of God. He is the son of Joseph. You are the father. <laughs> nice. He approaches Mary and Joseph. Tell them. Tell them how Jesus was conceived. And don't leave out the good parts. Yeah. You're wrong, Caiaphas. Jesus is a child of God, as we are all. As we all are, Jack. As we all are, Jack. <laughs> Nonsense. He grabs a copy from Judas and reads. Okay, one sec. Did you lose your place? I jumped. Oh. Actually, let's pause here because he's he's pawing at me. I forgot to mm, take him out okay. the piss before okay, we started. Pause. All right. All right, uh, right back. Brief pause. Brief, brief pause. pause. The following Thursday. Sorry about that, folks, but we are uh, back here with the program. My dog and enjoyed a robust piss, in case you're wondering. Pause and... Um, Ready to continue. All right. All right. 
You're wrong, Caiaphas. Jesus is a child of God, as are we all, Jack. Nonsense. He grabs the copy from Judas and reads, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Blasphemy! Jesus' look to Matthew and Peter. You're killing me. That's a weird... It's for a fight scene. Caiaphas gets in Jesus' face. You will be crucified for claiming to be a false god. Crucified. You can't kill crucified. Jesus. We love crucified. him. Crucified. Crucified. Oh, we got two for advice. Crucified. Who will help us in our time of need? How will I think of, who will I think of when I bathe? Whoa. All the women swoon. <laughs> Crucify him and he'll feel like you're crucifying us. You can't win, Caiaphas. Strike Jesus down and he'll become more powerful oh, than God. you can possibly imagine. Is that from Star Wars? Yes, it is. <laughs> Strike me Sky's down, look. I know that line. Obi-Wan? Thinks, then. Oh, uh, now I see it. I really have to pay more attention. Enough! He gets in Pilate's face. I demand you take action. Crucify Rosenberg and his friends. The soldiers surround them. The crowd gasps. <gasps> Roman soldier. Sir, we don't have enough wood for all of them. Didn't we just order some? We used it all to add the gaming partner to your house. Right. He hesitates. Judas overheard and attacks the frame. We have all the wood we need right here. A few sh sh soldiers join him. Jesus. No! He moves to stop them, but is blocked by more soldiers. Julia? Stop! Judas seizes the opportunity to get in Jesus' face. How does it feel, Rosenberg? I hope it pains you to the core to watch them destroy your dream the way you destroyed mine. A part of the school topples, creating a distraction. <laughs> Sky stomps on a soldier's foot and elbows Boom. another soldier. Boom. A skirmish breaks out between the soldiers. <laughs> Sky and the apostles. <laughs> Between the soldier sky and the apostles. Ching, 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 Joseph ching. protects Mary. Rachel joins the fray. Rachel! There's a lot of pushing, shoving, holding, hitting, but no sword play. Okay. Just don't show them using swords then. <laughs> no sword play. All the actors are like ready to get their swords out, but then they saw this. No, 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 sword play. no, 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 sword play now. Team Jesus is trying its best, but there are too many soldiers. Jesus turns towards them. Stop! Please! I beg of you, violence is not the answer. Judas grabs his shoulder, spins him around, and shoves him like a schoolyard bully. Fight, you coward! You're wrong, Judas. It's the brave man who chooses peace. Judas shoves him again. Come on, Rosenberg. <laughs> Put your faith in your fists and fight like a man. I will not strike you. Judas grabs a dagger from the sheath of a nearby soldier and swings his arm toward Jesus. Then die! Sky breaks free from a soldier's grasp and dies between Jesus and Judas. He thrusts his hand forward to block the dagger. A blade clearly goes through his hand and pierces cleanly. Jesus' side, but not deep enough to be fatal. Oh, good. Sky and Jesus both scream in pain. Go! Judas pulls out the dagger and prepares to stab again. Julia. No! Julia rushes to protect Jesus. Judas. <laughs> Filthy whore! Judas strikes her in the head with the butt of a dagger, knocking her to the ground. 
It's not that I object to her profession. <laughs> no. Seize him! Seize him! The soldiers release their combatants and gang tackle Judas. Pilate rushes to Julia. Are you hurt? She touches her wounded head, then looks at Jesus. Wait a minute. They tackled Judas? Yeah, because he struck, he Julia. struck Julia. Oh, okay, okay. I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, where was I? Are you hurt? She... She touches her wounded head and then looks at Jesus. Jesus! You would have sacrificed your own wife for his? Do you truly love him that much? With all my heart and soul. Pilate softens and smiles as if he's known all along. The others have hurried to Jesus and Skye who are lying in gr- on the ground in pain. You risk your life for me. Why? For the glory, you asshole. Let's pause and reflect on that tender moment where Sky is still like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. <laughs> oh. Jesus smiles <laughs> Jesus smiles back at him. They are now friends for life. Oh, good. Caiaphas approaches and points at Jesus. He bleeds. Behold, you son of God, people. The blood of a mortal man. The blood of a sinner. Blood that will spill from the highest cross. He turns to Pilate. See to it. The crowd parts to let him exit. The soldiers bring Judas to his feet. Let go of me. The crowd boos. Boo. Hey, hey. That's unkind. You pathetic sheep. I wish there were some place really hot where you could all burn. Uh, Uh, He's not a world hell. (laughs) It's like hell, but not as bad. There's foul language on the show, so. Matthew. Oh, love the symbolism. It could be useful down the road. Take him to the tombs. The soldiers begin dragging Judas away. His bloody angled arms and legs, <laughs> arms out and legs straight. Oh, kicking and screaming, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. He looks like a cross. No, Julia, I did it for your love. To the soldiers. Unhand me. Jesus. You, you did this to me. You stole my Julia. I am going to die for your sins. The crowd follows the soldiers and Judas as they resume chanting, Jesus, 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 defense. They're going to go back to the future and Judas is going to be worshipped in the... By the Christians, Judas, Judas, or Iscariotsins, something like that. Iscariotes. 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 Yeah. Judas is going to be like Jesus, because he's going to die for the sins. All right, how many points are you going to put on this? This is your your wager now. (laughs) Seven. Seven thousand. You have a thousand. And he also carried 15,000 from farm. our... Bet the farm. I bet the farm. Okay, Jeff bets 22,000 points. Remember, he had 15,000 left over from our last episode. That he didn't cash in at the end for, you know, mm. from our pri- prize closet. <laughs> <The> prize closet. <laughs> the Ron and Fez pretty good prize closet. <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we? Jesus. 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 No, Jesus. no. Let me go. The apostles begin to rip off pieces of their robes to fashion tourniquets for Jesus's and Sky's wounds. Listen to them, Pilate. They love Jesus. You don't have to do this. Smiling. smiling. I have no intention of killing my future son-in-law. No, Pilate. You must crucify me. (gasps) Crucify me. Crucify me. The apostles gasp, in case you couldn't tell. (gasps) Jesus and Skye struggle to their feet. 
Jesus, no! I now believe the truth Sky has been telling. The events of today would have played out much differently had he not saved me. Caiaphas would have forced Pilate to convict me, and I would have been crucified for all to see. To the apostles. Then you would go on to write that I rise from the dead and ascend to heaven so a rabbit could hide eggs and children could eat chocolate. Sounds like something we could write. Totally plausible. Mm -hmm. The adventures of Jesus will become the foundation of a very complex religion. In a way, it's already begun. I cannot change the course of history. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I think he's trying to change the course of history right now. <laughs> he certainly is. <laughs> or the one. Wrath of Khan. Damn. Julia? What about us? Our life together. <gasps> what about... The baby. Action fun time hour. Whoa. You're with child? We were waiting for the right time to tell you. Jesus. Oops. <laughs> well, that settles it. I'm not letting your kid grow up without you. No. I let this go too far. I allowed people to believe the lie. I must pay the price. Jesus is really running from parenthood, isn't he? <laughs> he certainly is. <laughs> Jesus is the baby. He's like, fuck that. I'll just fucking die instead. I ain't changing no fucking diapers. He should like get into the time machine with with Sky. And they go have a bachelor pad somewhere and in like, Vegas. <laughs> and then and then Julia's like running and he's like She's like, okay, I'm coming. And he's like, he's like, hit the hit the thing, turn it on. He's like, it's we don't have time. We have, we have to get out of here. No, no. <laughs> Goodbye. Hit, hit it. Turn it on. Turn it on. <laughs> Can we just make it look like he's nailed to a cross? Oh, sure. Then we'll just make it look like he rises from the dead and ascends to heaven. He's right. We're not magicians. We can't just make him disappear into thin air. Sky's look, the spark of an idea. Actually, I think we can. That forms into a plan. To Joseph. We're going to need a master carpenter. To Thaddeus. An amazing actor. To Jesus. Hates to say it. And a whole lot of wood. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus does have a big cock. We established yes, that, I believe, in the first show. Second show. The second one. Second one. Previous episode. Well, all of them, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in all shows, I say that all the time. <laughs> he then looks at the blood-soaked bandage on his head. And then maybe a few pints of blood. He <laughs> <laughs> really went 90 degrees on that one, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> he passes out, and we begin. Exterior. Nazareth. Day. There's the montage. No, we did that one in the last episode. We did? Yeah. Uh, you know, messing with A montage of the plan in action. Ooh, Beatles, we can work it out. <laughs> no, they can't afford That's it. That's not really. <laughs> yeah, well. Can't afford it. We need something else like. Uh... Oh, there's got to be like some building shit songs. Oh, the uh, house building theme from Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> in the middle of the street. That, that is one. Street, our house. You know what actually came to mind? Uh, I think it's Blondie. One way or another, I'm going to find you. That's a good montage song. I don't know why that came to mind. Or, or hold out for a hero. Ooh, there's that. Where have all the good men How about everybody's working for the weekend? <laughs> oh, we have a lot of options. We do. We do. The 80s were a uh, great time. <laughs> great time for montage songs. <laughs> a montage of the planet action. Mary, Julia, and Rachel are racing around town to find cloth. 
James and other James and Andrew collecting rope. Joseph, with the help of Bartholomew, constructing something at the south entrance of the town with repurposed wood from the school. Why are you pitching holding my montage selection, Jeff? What? You're pitching holding my montage now. Now I have to use that song. Maybe I wanted to use something else, but fine. You keep the montage. Oh, I don't know you're actually going to put it on there. You haven't been listening, have you? Guess not. <laughs> John squeezing the blood of a goat's liver into a bowl. He dry heaves. Philip being pricked in the finger as he carefully tries to fashion a crown of thorns. Ow! Snip the tips. You're leaving the ends in. <laughs> oh, they don't show. show. <laughs> I'm not a mole. Moyle. Moyle. He's the guy that circumcises uh, babies. They touch babies. I know that. Yeah. They, they cut the ends off. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a boy. Okay. Jesus, Sky, and Pilate entering Judas' storage room. The look of astonishment on Pilate's face. Exterior stage day. Joseph hammers his last nail, then takes a step back to survey his work. A wooden stage with a cross standing in the middle of it. The pageant. <laughs> yeah, they're doing, doing the first passion play. <laughs> ah, yeah. like Prairie Dawn on Sesame Street. She always loved having pageants. Uh, a large curtain hangs behind it, and the rigging to raise another curtain stands in front of it. It looks like the stage for a Vegas act, Nazareth style. Whoa! Jesus, Sky, Pilate, and Thaddeus arrive. So, uh, what do you think? It's showtime. And with that. Exterior, Nazareth Day. Like, okay, what a better way to hastily wrap everything up yeah. by having a, putting on a play well, that no one asked for. Oh, yeah, this is almost over. Holy shit. Actually, yeah. before the, 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 the passion play begins, I think it's time to... Uh, before it's showtime. Before it's showtime, we should uh, take a quick break. Okay, let's do that. Uh, we'll be right back after... This. Stay tuned for the rest of the script and Lawrence's contingency plan. The perfect food for dinner, lunch, or game day. Time again for Marin Cups, go bussy, sub, and subway. A six, six, sub. They named it after me. The Myron Coke Kielbasa Sub is back. Featuring Subway restaurants, oven, fresh baked bread, time mouth-watering silver star Kielbasa. The Myron Coke Kielbasa Sub. The way your sandwich should be. All right, And we're back. Thank you for bearing with us during that long and arduous break. <laughs> Good word, <laughs> arduous. Difficult on us all. Uh, I, I think actually have enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't that bad, actually. Uh, so we are back. They're about to pretend to crucify Jesus. They're to do the first ever passion play. We are about to put this old dinosaur to bed. And you know what? I think you're absolutely right about get the, the whole, like, wrapping the thing up quick. Yeah. I bet the guy originally wanted to bring back Jesus to the future. I bet he did. And he's like, yeah, I'll just kill him in the past. Or, you know, let's get it done here, and then I can finish this stupid thing. Yeah. You always can tell, because mm -hmm. the, they start getting a lot they less start just, uh, descriptive let's, let's and wrap, just you know, throwing scenes at you. get it moving, yeah. you know, get the <laughs> See, show on the never bother even to reread the fucking thing, because, yeah. like, we usually have, like, seven or eight dangling plot points. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with us. Yeah, it's it our purposes. Yeah. Well. Okay, Sky. 
Play, uh, top of 112. Oh, I know. Where were we at? No, we're not there. Exterior. Exterior. Stage. Oh, wait. Oh, it's showtime. Yes. I and with that, <laughs> exterior Nazareth Day. A uh, montage of Thaddeus <laughs> dramatically <laughs> spreading the word of how the events of the day were supposed don't to play up. No, no. Oh, good example of... Uh, <laughs> Of uh, rushing through the... Oh, never mind. No, this is good. Okay, keep going. Sorry. In the square. Thaddeus. Come quick. We're going to crucify Jesus. In the tavern. Caiaphas forced Governor Pilate to do it. You must hurry. On the main street. They fit him with a crown of thorns and made him carry his own cross. In the Feldman's home. He will suffer, die, and ascend to heaven to be seated at the right hand of God the Father. Tonight only, the Blues Brothers <laughs> at the Palace Hotel Ballroom. <laughs> Rhythm and Blues Review. <laughs> That's a lot of entertainment for $2. <laughs> Exterior, Nazareth's south entrance, dusk. The people of Nazareth assemble near the stage. A look of grief on their faces mm. as they see the foreboding cross. Out of the way. The crowd parts as Caiaphas marches to the stage for a front row view. I was doing the end, okay? Oh, you know, when Jesus dies at the end. <laughs> Exterior backstage day. At the beginning when no he's still alive, about... stupid. All right. Jesus is wearing nothing but a loincloth and dulled crown on his head. John applies goat's blood to Jesus' forehead, hands and feet, like a makeup artist. Jesus now looks like the Jesus we know from the crucifix. How do I look? Like a savior. Andrew approaches. Everybody's here! You hear me? <laughs> they were over there, and now they're over here now! Places, people! Andrew leaves. Peter and Matthew approach. Sky, we want you to have this. Oh. <laughs> they have. They hand him a copy of the Miracle of the Fishes and the Loaves. Open it. Oh, first edition. He opens it and sees an illustration of him and Jesus in action, in action. like a biblical Batman and Robin. You're one of us now. History will know of Skywalker. Thanks, guys. Then, better take your places. They leave. He turns to Jesus. There's nothing left to say, but... Knock him dead. He leaves. Mary and Joseph approach. Tears in their eyes. You will always be in my heart. You'll be in my heart. That was the song for... Uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Phil uh, Collins. Phil Collins. Collins, right. She tenderly caresses the face of her baby boy, yeah. sees more blackheads on his nose, goes in for just one last squeeze. She looks at her thumb and... Get a little beep. Ma! Exterior, I stage. Know. It should be more like, Ma! There it yeah, is. There it is. <laughs> Exterior, stage, dusk. Caiaphas is growing restless. Where is he? Pilate! I demand you to crucify Jesus this instant! Sky gives James S. and James L. their cue. They pull on the rope, quickly raising the curtain in front of it, the cross. Then let it drop just as quickly to reveal <laughs> Jesus on the cross. Is there a piano? Is somebody playing the piano? <laughs> <laughs> playing the... Oh, well, if you, if you insist. Over here. I'm not going to do that. 
They successfully pulled off a modified metamorphosis illusion, like the one Sky's parents performed. The crowd shrieks in horror. <laughs> Even, <laughs> even Caiaphas is surprised. Oh. Mrs. Feldman faints. Mr. Oh. Feldman and the baker exchange a fist bump. Behold, you're a miracle man. You're king. You're Jesus Christ. Close in on Jesus' hands. He's trying to hold on to the metal stakes. The blood on his hands is making it slippery. <laughs> I am the one true word. Your women shall fall for me. Jesus can no longer hang on. And some of the men. <laughs> the look on his face. Uh-oh. He falls off the cross in a helpless swan dive, comically face-planting onto the stage. <laughs> Thud. The crowd gasps. <gasps> no one knows what to do. Matthew and Peter suddenly emerge from behind the curtain and drag Jesus backstage. He's dead. Jesus is dead. Exterior, backstage, dusk. Jesus is up to his feet. His nose is bloodied, but there's no time to lose. Matthew and Peter wipe the blood from his nose and help him with his costume change. A resplendent... Resplendent. Resplendent. <laughs> oh. White robe. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> it's cool they didn't have them there yet. You okay? I'll live. Exterior stage, dusk. Caiaphas climbs under the stage. He's suspicious. Where did they take him? What is going on here? Andrew peeks through the curtain and sees him. Jesus! You have to hurry! You hear me? Exterior, backstage, continuous. Scott reaches to the MK1. Julia and Rachel are there. Rachel embraces Sky. Come with us! We can't. It's only designed for one passenger. We're pushing it with two. Wasn't he going to take him in it earlier? Yes, he was. Now yeah. it's only designed for one passenger? That's weird. We're pushing it with two. Oh, wait. We're pushing it with Four two. of us will be more weight than it can handle. Oh, I see. The two of you have to go now. I didn't know interdimensional travel had weight limits. I don't know. I guess it all matters. You know, mass, energy, yeah. acceleration, what have you. The M and MC squared. The two of you. So it's Jesus and Julia going in the MK1, I guess. guess it doesn't so. really say. Wait. This is all four more there. Julia and Rachel are there. Rachel embraces Sky. I guess, yeah, I guess Jesus and Julia are going to the future. I was only, I, I was under the impression that was Jesus and Sky going to the future. Well, it's not yeah, I thought because that too. he says, the two of you have to go now. Oh. But he could be talking to them to leave. Well, let's find out. Let's find okay, out. Yes, let's find out. Maybe they'll drop him off in Vegas and then, you know, <laughs> you know just go back one at a time. During that. Maybe, but I mean, uh, I don't all know. right, all right, all right. We were discussing too much. Jesus, yeah, no, you're certain this will work. Have faith. Jesus smiles. This is it. He'll never see <sighs> Sky again. I will miss you, Skyler Walker. I'll miss you too, Rosenberg. Godspeed. Jesus cocks his head. Jesus cocks his head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah. so Sky is not going with him. He's staying in the past. Sky is going. Sky no, is going. he just said, I will miss you. They can't both go if they're going to miss I'll each miss other. You. Jesus is staying. All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, Let's just read further and then argue. Please. <laughs> Let's get this over with. It felt like the right thing to say. Goodbye, little brother. They quickly hug. 
Then Jesus and Julia. Okay, Jesus Julia, Julia, I told you. I told you. Jeff, 400 points. Thank you. Interior MK1 continuous. Julia crouches down behind the seat so it hides her from sight. Jesus stands in front of it. He presses send on the touchscreen and it begins to rise to their amazement. Why does she need to hide? They're in a fucking time machine. Yeah, they're it's about to, about to blast off of the, the, the future. Jesus is about to blast off. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's going to be giving them Rhoda in the time yeah. machine. You know what I'm saying? Interdimensional Blue yeah. Jay. Julia notices something on the floor. It's the night light from two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. 40,000 lumens, Karen. <laughs> Hmm. She picks it up, squeezes it. 40,000 lumens of light flood the interior. Exterior, stage, dusk. Caiaphas is still raging. Will be Caiaphas again, Jeff? I demand to see Jesus. Then he sees the MK... I thought that was his actual line. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> then he sees the MK1 rising up from behind the curtain. The light emitting from the glass ball makes it look like Jesus is being lifted by pure light. It's the ascension of Jesus. The crowd, now true believers all, kneels with holy reverence. A recovering Mrs. Feldman faints again. No, it can't be. That can't be. Can't be. The MK1 is sucked into a wormhole. No. Then he sees the cross falling toward him. It flattens him. A satisfied... A satisfied pilot stands where the cross did right before he pushed it. Mm. Exterior. That's for making fun of my friend Biggest Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest Dickens? Exterior, backstage, continuous. Sky, Rachel, Mary, Joseph, and the apostles look up at the, and point at the sky where the MK1 vanished. It's a miracle! Goodbye, son. We're gonna need more paper. I wonder what kind of adventures they'll really have. Magical ones. Exterior. Vegas airstrip day. A small plane sits on a small airstrip. Lance and Kendra Walker approach the plane with bags in their hands. The MK1 appears and rolls to a stop. A wobbly Jesus and Julia exit. Lance and Kendra are amazed by what they see. Jesus quickly gets his bearings. Amazing walkers. Do not get on that plane. Who are you? He smiles. A friend of your son. Fade to black. Yes, end. once again. Very oh, abrupt. We are family. <laughs> That's enough for myself. It's a very ab- abrupt ending. It is an abrupt ending. Uh, because that, as usual, they just get lazy and don't, you know, just want to rush through it and just get it over with. Be like, okay, I did it. I wrote my screenplay. And then I can tell people I wrote a screenplay. And then leave it on like, you know... And leave it on a website for yeah. 10 years and leave nobody it. reads it until but we thought, find it. I thought you were going to say leave it unfinished. Because <laughs> it well, really kind of is, you know. It is a rather unfinished work. Ugh. Well, thank God that's over. Yeah, Good that's pretty, night, everybody. That was pretty bad. Uh, no, we, have a, we have something else. We have, a, we have an item. Yeah. That's right. We're going to do something else now uh, because that when, you know this show ran a little short. And we're not going to leave our listeners deprived. Certainly not. Um, so we're going to read something else. Want to be deprived? I've uh, sent it in to both of you. Yeah. So, so what are we looking at here, Lawrence? It's called the Anderson File, <laughs> and it's written by a Jewish fellow, I presume. Uh, yes. <laughs> written by it's a short uh, written by Lee Hurwitz. I don't like to credit the authors in case they come after us. With what? <laughs> and Who knows? There's nothing to gain. Yeah, I know. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, we don't have anything. They're gonna sue us for a fucking 
cheap mixer and bad mics. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> Any sort of description? No, no description. I didn't, and, and, and. All right, well, let's just start reading it, John. Yeah. Why don't you get started? Are you all right? <laughs> Interior, office, main area, day. In a small corporate office, Sid, late 20s, snatches a page from a printer and adds it to a thick stack. He trudges tiredly through the office, stuffing the file into a manila folder. Superimposed, Tuesday. Interior, Rick's office, continuous. Sid knocks as he enters his boss's office. Rick, early 30s, sits at his desk. What's to be said? Can I be Rick? Okay, I'll do it then. I was wanting my name to be Rick. Okay. <laughs> well, today it is, buddy. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. It is my birthday. <laughs> so you could be Rick today. It's also John's birthday. Yeah, but... Me and him are twins. <laughs> Peterson Ooh. file. Already? That's not due till tomorrow. Sid shrugs humbly and plops the folder yeah. under Rick's desk. Rick thumbs through it. This is the finest work I've ever seen. Thanks. With you. In fact, Sid, every file is finer than the last, which is why you're just the man for this. Rick pulls a huge folder off a rack on the desk. It bulges with so many papers that Rick has trouble getting it out. But he finally manages to shimmy it free. He holds it out for Sid, who reluctantly takes it. What is it? The Anderson file. Do Friday, 1 o'clock. Sid opens the folder, examining the paperwork. Rick, this is twice as big as the Peterson file. But on the Johnson account. Yeah. <laughs> and that took me an entire week. I know, it's a lot. And if I didn't need you, I wouldn't ask. I just don't think there are enough hours in the day. Look, just take a crack at it. If you need an extension, I'm sure it can be arranged, all right? I don't know. You know, Sid, rumor has it that when I get my promotion, they're going to give you my job. Really? Really. (laughs) Mr. Stein, he asked me how you churn out reports so quickly. He said you must stay up all night. Sometimes I do. I said you do cocaine. Rick laughs. (laughs) Sid does too. (laughs) <laughs> Albeit nervously. Yeah, nervous laughter, you know. <laughs> sit, sit in the back, don't put no gum in the ashtray. You, you didn't really say that, right? No. Interior, office, kitchen, later, all periods. Yeah, like <laughs> The kitchen is small and empty. A couple tables, a microwave, a refrigerator, Sid shuffles to the fridge. It's a typically crammed communal fridge with no regard to organization whatsoever. Oh. Sid casually moves a couple it's things animals. around, looking for his lunch. It's not... <gasps> There. Who's In- Interior. Office. Main area. Sid approaches a desk. It belongs to Herman. 40s. He's on the phone. Oh, John, I guess you're Herman. <laughs> Hi, Herman. Have you seen my lunch? Hold on a second, Bill. Let me try that again. <laughs> Hold on a second, Bill. <laughs> How are you doing? Jeff, uh, take a sip of your beer, then take okay. over directions. Uh, Herman lowers the phone and shoots Sid a disapproving look. I'm on an important call. I, I know. I apologize. Can I just... I'm on a call. He stares at Sid until it's uncomfortable. Nodding, Sid backs away. Herman watches him go, then returns to his phone call. Sorry, Bill. How long do we have to come up with a team name? Naming a team? Like a sports team? It wasn't really that important. Herman just hates Sid. No. Oh. Yeah. 
Moments later, Sid is at the next desk. Pearl, late 20s, is playing hearts on her computer. Why not Minesweeper? (laughs) (laughs) Sid explains the situation to her. All the while, she shakes her head no, seemingly growing more annoyed with each word Sid says. Ham and cheese on a Kaiser with tomato and onion and purple grapes and a bag of pretzels and a, and a sweet tea. Yes? No! Sid thinks she's talking to him. But when he leaves, we see on her monitor that Pauline, one of the default Hearts computer players, has shot the moon. Damn it, Pauline! There's no Pauline. That's not one of the default names. I remember <laughs> Hearts. I remember Hearts. Yeah. Exterior, interior, deli, later. Sid stands in the small bodega. Aside from him... It's empty. Mo, 40s, <laughs> stands, behind the conca- stands behind the counter. Uh, he wears a sideways baseball cap in an attempt to appear younger and hipper than he really is. He hands Sid a wrapped hoagie. I'm serious, man. Next time someone steals your shit, you can't just sit back and take it. You gotta crush them. Sure it was an accident. Thievery ain't no accident. This shit's been in the works for weeks. I doubt that. My boy, Freddy, he stole cars. Never once was it an accident. That's not really the same. Fuck you, it ain't the same. It's exactly the same. Your lunch is a car, man. It's edible, and it can't drive nowhere, and you park it in a car hole. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the engine that gets you through the day. Right. Okay, Mo, thanks. Wait, the lunch is the car... No, shouldn't he be the car in this analogy? Uh, the lunch is the gasoline. Let's, yeah, the lunch should be the gasoline. Let's get our analogy straight here, yeah. uh, Mr. Hurwitz. Silly. Casting Mo Horwitz. Sid starts to leave. And one more thing. Sid turns. If my boss only gave me three days to finish some Anderson file, I'd poison his ass. Sid nods and leaves. Oh, shit. Interior, Sid's apartment, Sid's room night. Sid works late into the night on the Anderson the file. Anderson file. Mr. Anderson. Papers and binders spill all over his desk. It's a mess. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> but Sid works diligently, <laughs> super focused. Time passes. The work is piled higher. How's the work is piled higher whenever he's working from home? There's no bosses that go give him shit. Someone just stops over and he has like an inbox and an outbox and then they put the papers Someone in the inbox. Someone drives across town to go give him papers. Yeah. He has to look important. Well, don't you remember on, uh, in the movie Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead when Christina Applegate, she makes that other woman do all her work mm. and then she like stops over while she's sick and she's like, okay, I finished the, the QED file and she's like sneezing and stuff. And oh, she brings yeah. it to her house on the, the weekend. The desk is messier. Sid is obviously tired, but he still presses on. He takes a long swig from a long, large paper cup of coffee. He tips it vertically. Finishing the dregs and slams it ne- down next to another already empty cup because he doesn't own any sort of physical cups. <laughs> he doesn't own a dishwasher. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he, had let me, he had to let me yell go. You can't just rinse it out. Every yeah. time he pours another, like it's the same pot of because coffee. Because it's a paper cup. <laughs> oh, it's a paper he cup. A, he doesn't own a mug. <laughs> he has, yeah. has a bunch of paper cups. Interior Sid's bar and bathroom later. More time has passed. Sid sits in the toilet. Discarded coffee cups surround him. He has a paper toilet. <laughs> he does not own a mug. <laughs> he has the shit in paper, giant he paper has buckets. He toilets. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting out with filled with shit. They're all over there. They're filling up the bathtub. Still, he works. Laptop on his lap and like, using like, the toilet paper dispenser to prop up his papers. Like KFC buckets. Suddenly, he squints his eyes and he focuses on shitting. <laughs> there it is. 
Oh no. He's gonna blow an O-ring. <laughs> Interiors. It's Bart bathroom morning. Slumped on the toilet seat. Surrounded by documents. Empty cups and toilet paper. Sid snaps awake. Oh, oh it stinks in here. Wednesday. Interiors. It's Bartman. Kitchen. Morning. Sid exhausted, chops vegetables, and assembles a sandwich. He wraps it in foil Talking and places it in the bag marked Sid. Oh, no. Office kitchen day. Sid stares at the refrigerator dismayed. There is no sign of his lunch. Hmm. Interior office main area. Brenda, 50s, sits at her desk. Brenda. Gazing blankly at something across the room. Sid approaches. <laughs> hey, Brenda, I was wondering... Sid trails uh, off when he realizes Brenda isn't paying high and many attention. High many attention. She starts... She's starting off... Staring, staring off, off, stupid. That one's him. spelled correctly this time. Damn it. <laughs> um, have you seen... Sid clears his throat loudly. <clears throat> Brenda! Brenda snaps into focus and looks at Sid like a confused child. Sorry, uh, have you seen my lunch? Your lunch? It's in a brown paper bag marked Sid. Brenda doesn't respond. She's staring off again, looking peeved. Sid turns to see what she's looking at. He follows her gaze. She's looking at Marvin, 50s. Marvin Barry, your cousin, who's eating a sandwich on the other side of the office. Sid realizes the sandwich is his. <sighs> Interior Marvin's desk moments later. Sid approaches nervous, nervously. Laid out in front of Marvin on his desk is his lunch. A chicken salad sandwich on a Kaiser roll, purple grapes, and a bag of crackers and a ginger ale. That's not cool. Hi, Marvin. Marvin looks up, startled. Sid? Marvin takes a huge, sloppy bite of the sandwich. Chicken salad drips disgustingly off his chin, forming a sort of chicken salad goatee. He doesn't bother to wipe it. He just stares at Sid, chewing. Sid smiles. Something I can do for you... I like your goatee. Marvin just chews and stares. Where'd you get that? It's not a goatee. It's chicken salad. He impatiently wipes the chicken salad with the back of his hand. Yes, I know. I meant where did you get the chicken salad? From the refrigerator. Look, Sid. If you want to chit-chat, I like the New York Jets. Marvin points to a signed New York Jets football on his shelf. And I like the Civil War. He nods at a Civil War-era replica of muskets mounted on the wall above his desk. Sid glances at it, unimpressed. In the work. Neat. They mean the world to me. That's great. Switching gears back to the original topic, though, I just think it's funny that you got chicken salad from the fridge because I, too, had chicken salad in the fridge. That's quite a sense of humor you've got to think that's funny. Well, where the humor really shoehorns its way in is that I also had all the other things. Crackers, grapes, ginger ale. Fascinating. The thing is, when I went to take them all out of the fridge, they were all gone. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm not saying anything. I just... Are you saying I stole your lunches? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know, maybe. It's probably a coincidence. It's just seem, It just seems like a far-fetched coincidence is all. I mean, the exact same assortment of items. I didn't steal it. I didn't say you did. I'm not stupid. You're clearly implying it. I'm not implying anything, Marvin. It's just... He clearly is implying yeah, it. Yeah, he is. Marvin's defense. It's just to put it in terms of things you like. Let's say during the Civil War there was this soldier who had a musket... And a bayonet and a picture of his family. And one morning he woke up and all that stuff was gone and 
Later, he came across another soldier who had that same musket and that same bayonet and that same picture of his family, you know? Let's say there was another soldier of the Civil War that shot a guy on the other side in the in the testicle, <laughs> and then the musket ball went through his ball, and then it, it went into a preg- in a woman, and then it impregnated her with his <laughs> the sperm from his balls. Sounds like a second grade story. <laughs> no, this is something that happened in the, during the Civil War. Oh, it's a well known urban legend. <laughs> Question of John C. Calhoun. <laughs> Marvin stares, fuming. Interior, Telly, Deli, Day. Sid waits for his sandwich. Poison the sandwich. Why does all your advice involve poison? Classic solution. If this dude dies, you know he stole it. Aw, oh, come on, Mo. I ain't playing. You know what I did when I thought my boy Freddy was eating my ruffles? I poisoned the chips. And let me tell you something. Freddy don't eat no more ruffles. An awkward pause. Freddy's dead. Drop dead Fred. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a bit drastic. After it was done, I thought that same thing. I thought, yeah, maybe I went too far. But, you know, that feeling fades. Look, I don't want to poison anyone, okay? There have to be another ways... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there have to be other ways of finding out who took my lunch without poisoning my sandwich. Mo thinks about this for a moment, then his face lights up. Poison the grapes. So... Interior, his apartment, bathroom, morning. Sid, having again fallen asleep on the toilet, just like Elvis, surrounded by paperwork. He not fall like asleep. Elvis at all. He died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's fallen asleep in the toilet more than once there, buddy. Joint's awake. Jolt's awake. He's disoriented and clearly exhausted. Thursday. Office man area day. Sid tries to work, but is having trouble focusing. He keeps glancing up suspiciously at Marvin, who's working on the other side of the office. Rick saunters saunters by, but before he passes him, he looks up, as if he's surprised to see Sid. Oh, hey, Sid. I can't remember the voice that I was doing before. (laughs) Hi. I was wondering, how's the Anderson file coming along? Still good for tomorrow's deadline? Actually, I think I'm going to need that extension. The thing about the extension is I can't get you an extension. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, you said it could be arranged. I did, I did, but I spoke to Mr. Stein, Mr. R.L. Stein, <laughs> because we work at a publishing company that writes children's uh, horror novels for the so a guy as ghostwriters. He one's said, called The Tale of the Andersons. <laughs> it's about the people we knew when we grew up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a horror story, all right. Uh, what was I reading? And uh, uh, I spoke to Mr. Stein this morning, and I kind of told him you were already done you told him i told him you were done you (laughs) idiot why would you tell him that rick okay last night i had this dream metagallian uh different script buddy call back we were here in the office (laughs) and you came up to me and said the anderson file is done so i called up mr stein and told him Except the part where I called up Mr. Stein and told him wasn't in the dream. It was later than when I was awake. You can't tell the difference between a dream 
and reality. It was a very realistic dream. So Mr. Stein is expecting the report right now? Aha! Here's the good news. Good news, everyone. <laughs> He's... Uh, bad news. <laughs> He's not in today, so you have until tomorrow, which, when you think about it, is kind of like an extension. That's not kind of like an extension. It was due tomorrow in the first place. Out of the corner of his eye, Sid notices Marvin leaving his desk. Sid frantically gets up. I gotta go! Office kitchen continuous. Sid has to take a shit. <laughs> you would think. Sid bursts into the kitchen expecting to catch Marvin. And, la damn it, uh, Lawrence. In flagrante delicto. Thank you. <laughs> He's disappointed to only see Brenda, who's making tea. He goes to the fridge, and actually, Brenda's very fat, too. He's also disappointed Yeah, Brenda's to see definitely that. fat. <laughs> see her wobbly ass. It's misshapen. Yeah. And the left side is smaller than she, the right. And she's wearing stirrup pants. And it, <laughs> and it rocks back and forth whenever she walks. <laughs> and it's, whenever she's sitting down, it's just spilling out of both sides of the chair. <laughs> yeah, that poor chair. Uh, anyhow. Uh, he's disappointed only to see Brenda who's making tea. He goes to the fridge and searches for his lunch. It's not where he left it. He yanks items out and tosses them to the floor. Before long, the fridge is empty and the floor is completely covered with everyone's stuff. Damn it! Brenda notices Sid seemingly for the first time. Sydney, Everything okay? I'm fat Brenda now. <laughs> Do you know where Marvin is? No, why would I know a thing like that? Oh, I don't know. You two are friendly. What does that even mean anymore? Friendly. <laughs> you get along? I thought we did. I thought a lot of things. Now, I'm not so sure. So you don't know where he is? Emotionally, I have no idea, Sydney. How about physically? Brenda sighs, staring off. Sid watches her a moment before realizing he's lost her again. The teapot whistles. It's hard to lose. Brenda doesn't react. Tea's ready. But Brenda still doesn't move because it's very difficult for her to do so. <laughs> <laughs> she has mobility issues. <laughs> she just keeps staring blankly at nothing. Sid nods and quietly exits. Interior office, main area continuous. Sid walks through the office looking for Marvin. He passes Pearl. Have you seen Marvin? Pearl angrily slams a fist on her desk. Damn it, no! Jesus, sorry. Sid walks away, and when we see that Pearl was referring to having just been killed in the first-person shooter game, she's playing on her computer. Sid approaches Herman, who's on the phone. Herman. Marvin, have you seen him? Can you hold on, please? Herman lowers the phone and shoots Sid a disapproving look. Right. Important call. You know what? I, th I think I know why S uh, Sid isn't done with this report or whatever. The Anderson file. The Anderson file. Because he's always he's just going around looking for a damn sandwich. He's spending all his days looking for his lunch. Yeah. You're not doing, you know, buckling down and getting some, some and work also, done. Also, it's pretty obvious that Marvin was eating his fucking lunch and, like, gloating about it. And Sid is a weak man. Yes, he's, he's a, a weak man. And says, it's my fucking lunch, dude. And also, could have just done that. You know what else he could be gives, well, put an ice pack in his lunchbox and you know maybe not have to put it in the refrigerator. Since clearly Marvin's been stealing it. Yeah, he could do that. You Act know? like you know seven or eight times that your lunch gets stolen. You don't use that space anymore. Yeah, you don't just keep putting it in the same place. Exactly. Sid's an idiot. Yeah, he is. I'm not on his side. I'm not cheering for Sid either. Anybody else? Okay. Mm, no. Crickets. Herman watches him go, then raises his phone. His tone concerned. A malignant tumor. 
into your office bathroom. Sid bursts into the bathroom. There are three urinals. Marvin is using the one on the left. Sid takes a deep breath and coolly saunters up to the middle one. He looks over at Marvin. Smiles. He looks over at Marvin's penis. <laughs> Smiles. <laughs> because it's so beautiful. Hey, Marvin. Marvin nods uncomfortably at Sid's decision to use the directly adjacent urinal. How's it going? Uh, fine. Having a nice pisser? What do you want, Sid? Me? I don't want anything. Can't two men have a conversation without one of them wanting something? Not when they're both peeing. Well, I'm not peeing. You're just hanging out at the urinal? Just hanging out at the urinal. I remember going down to the old <laughs> urinal as a young boy. Yeah, and, uh, just hang out down by the urinal, pick the cigarette butts out, and try and smoke them. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'd see a, a spent a spent glob of Copenhagen in there and put on a mouth. First time I ever, ever chewed. Marvin rolls his eyes, finishes, flushes the toilet, and walks to the sink to wash his hands. And immediately flushes too and follows him. Trying to wash his hands. Just ask him if you took his yeah. fucking lunch. Yeah, and Sid's just an idiot. accuse him of it, really. Yeah. Well, let's, this is like the whole... Like, whatever oh, the, I don't know. The comedy is based on people acting in a way... Like, even the main person who is supposed to be... You're supposed to think that Sid is the one who's acting normally. Marvin is supposed to be the weirdo that steals lunches. Yeah, right? he's a, he's a lunch then, stealer. Then you got Rick. He's the unreasonable boss who's putting pressure the, and deadlines the and everything. The... But then Sid is just this guy that you're supposed to identify with and be like... he's Sid is the everyman. Yeah, I'm the only one who works at acting, my office, too. He's acting like no man when it comes to getting his fucking lunch. Also, he comes across really unhinged. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's about to crack. Yeah. He's, he's, to... he's the Frank Grimes of this. Yeah, he's ready to shoot Here I am eating somebody else's lunch like a slob. Like, blah, 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 because blah, 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 blah. I'm Marvin. <laughs> but I don't need safety gloves because, because I'm Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, because I'm Marvin. Uh, okay. Sid immediately flushes too, follows him, pretending to wash his hands in the sink, going through the motions, but not using any water. He stares at Marvin as he does this. What are you doing? Glad you asked. I was working on the Anderson file. No, he's not. Searching for his fucking lunch, like yeah. Jeff pointed out. Which the likelihood of completing by tomorrow, by the way, is less than the likelihood of discovering that two men who work in the same office have allegedly concocted the same exact midday meal. While Sid talks like an attorney for some reason, Marvin dries his hands under the blower. Uh, her name's Charlene. <laughs> Sid simultaneously does the same. And their hands awkwardly fiddle together beneath it. As each other. Stop hogging! <laughs> Marvin, annoyed, takes a step aside. For Christ's sake, I make my lunch every night after dinner. Why would I steal yours? I'm not saying you did. It could. No, he's not. <laughs> he certainly isn't. Yeah. He, he, I'm not he's, saying he's beating he around did. that bush. He should. Oh, he's yeah. he's worn a he's worn a trail on the path that he's tiptoeing around. Mm -hmm. Well, Marvin says it could not be more obvious that you are. Well, I'm not. Office man area. Short time later, Marvin works at his desk. Sid abruptly pops over the side of the cubicle. Sid, you have the Anderson file. What are you doing? Yeah, he's got the big Anderson file. This is his chance to get a promotion, but he's too worried about his stupid sandwich, which Brenda, Brenda probably stole it. Yeah. It was definitely Brenda. I think that's what we're going to find out in the end. But here's Brenda the thing. stole a sandwich. Brenda has such a like disorder that she doesn't remember eating it. That's how bad it is for Brenda right you now. You think so? Well, Mar okay, so Marvin fucked her twice. And then never called her again. <laughs> and then would barely make eye contact in the office afterward. But he told everybody that he fucked her. So everyone's just like, but don't tell anybody. So Marvin tells like eight different people, oh, but don't no. tell anybody I fucked Brenda. 
And then meanwhile, they're all snickering around Brenda's like, oh, yeah, she fucked Marvin. Meanwhile, she's just trying to stare and, and, and not rise any suspicions. <laughs> meanwhile, because of this rejection, she's developed an eating disorder where she just, you know, houses, you know, boxes of hostess cakes at a time without even realizing it. Yeah, then she and goes eating the, other people's lunches. She goes in the refrigerator. She probably steals everybody's lunch. Just, you know, Marvin's gotten lucky. Maybe she doesn't like chicken salad. Nah, that might be it. The only lunch that Brenda doesn't steal. But then, but then where's Sid's lunch? Because he also had the Rick chicken salad. It. So, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. I think it's Brenda. Rick Brenda doesn't, Rick doesn't eat. He's too yeah. busy being the Rick, boss. Because Rick is a shark. <laughs> He's a shark. He doesn't need to eat lunch. You know, he, he eats like once a, once a week. It was the high powered like business lunches with the executives and shit. Although, you'll lunch and learn. Yeah. Marvin works at his desk. Sid ab abruptly pops over the side of the cubicle. But isn't it possible that in your haste to eat, you simply grab the wrong bag three times? Oh, no, the wrong bag. What, Sid? Do you think I'm blind? Do you think I stand at the fridge with my eyes closed and snatch whatever bag I happen to touch? Oh, who, am, who am I, Brenda? We <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get defensive. <laughs> You've repeatedly accused me of stealing your lunch. No, he didn't. Because it's repeatedly gone missing. To put it in terms of things you like, it'd be if there was this player on the Jets. Sid picks up the signed Jets football and tosses it in the air to himself. And you kept stealing his lunch. Don't touch that. Marvin grabs the football midair. Sid can catch it. Before Sid can catch it. Do you know how valuable this is? Which is why I keep it in an office. <laughs> <laughs> Jets suck. You suck. Oh, yeah? Yeah. During this exchange, their faces have gotten closer and closer to each right, other. What's the big idea? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, see? They their noses bump. The they both immediately back away. I'll be watching you, Marvin. Sid turns to, the to storm away and suddenly becomes very aware that the entire office, including Rick, is watching him. He smiles sheepishly. And gives a little wave. Deli, later. Sid waits for Mo to make his sandwich. Oh, yeah, you watch him. You watch his ass like a hawk. A hungry ass-watching hawk. What, like spy on him? No, like a gay hawk who watches asses. <laughs> a shit hawk, Rand. A shit hawk. <laughs> shit hawk, <laughs> Mo Bandy. Dude says he makes his lunch every night after dinner. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. There's only one way to find out. I guess. That's what I'm saying. You guess. <laughs> you know what I did when I thought my boy Freddy was sleeping with my goyle? Obviously, this was before you murdered him over a bag of ruffles. First of all, it wasn't a bag of ruffles. It was a series of bags of ruffles. And second, those were different Freddies. And car hijacking Freddy? A third Freddy. How many Freddies do you know? Like seven. Anyway, I staked out in his closet. What did you see? I saw some steamy fucking sex. That's what I saw. You watched him have sex with your girlfriend? Nah. Turns out it was just Freddy's girlfriend. So you watched Freddy have sex with his own girlfriend? Nah. It was the girlfriend of a different Freddy. This is getting tedious. Yes. Wow. All right, uh, I got yeah. one another dog. All right, the uh, story we'll, here, so we'll pause real quick. Pause. Sorry, folks. And we're back from uh, another doggy dog, piss break. Dog peeing break. 
Uh, so we're going to read a little bit more and then we're going to bow out when we feel yeah. it is appropriate because <laughs> this is uh, dragging on longer than we thought it would. So let's uh, continue. Interior Marvin's house, kitchen night. Sid hides in the pantry, staring through the slats at the door. Marvin, dressed in a nice sports coat, talks to Brenda. Ooh, a center uh, island is adorned with a fancy cloth covering and whoa. is lined with candles. Did, now, you said before that he fucked her twice. Maybe, is this the second time? <laughs> well, it was once. twice before this. But then Marvin got a load of that big ass of Brenda's and he was like, you know what? I want to dive back in my, with that. <laughs> I'll take over for fat Brenda. <laughs> fat Brenda. Okay, fine. Where's the corkscrew? In the pantry, I think. Brenda starts walking toward the pantry. Sid is completely crammed inside. There's nowhere to hide. Spotting the corkscrew on the shelf and not knowing what else to do, he grabs it and holds it like a weapon. Before she gets to the pantry, though, Brenda turns around. I'm glad we talked. I couldn't stand you being mad at me. I shouldn't have yelled at you. We just have to be more careful. I know. It's becoming harder to hold back, though. It must be tough, me being so irresistible. I was talking about the lunches in the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> but you can't just waltz up to me and kiss me. Oh, I can't. Not at the... Brenda waltzes up to Marvin and kisses him passionately. Come here, you man! <laughs> <laughs> they fall back against the pantry door. Sid looks disgusted. Finally, of course he does, because Brenda's in there. Finally, Brenda pulls away from Marvin. He smiles. Office. Noted. Anyway, it wasn't a waltz. It was a foxtrot. Oh, foxtrot you. Where's that Juan? Coming right up. Brenda opens the pantry. Sid holds out the corkscrew. Corkscrew? Uh-oh, <laughs> comic mishap. Startled, Brenda screams and stumbles backwards. Ah! She loses her footing, falling and striking her head on the island. The island collapses, and so does the floorboards beneath her. Brenda is now in the apartment below. Brenda's falling. Brenda's falling floor. Yeah, floor every floor, leaving the outline of her body in each each floor. That's exactly what I thought of. Like a little dude's question. Sid watches in horror. As Brenda crumples to the floor, unconscious, she falls away that her body drags the cloth with her. The candles topple off the island and all land on her face, Uh covering her in hot wax and fire. One of the flames catches on her blouse and ignites the material, setting her aflame. Blood from her head wound trickles steadily into the pool around her. Jesus Christ. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Marvin and Sid both (laughs) both hurry over. Marvin lightly slaps her face. Brenda, wake up! Wake up! Damn you! (laughs) Sid picks up an arm with both hands. (laughs) Falls as soon as he lets go. Marvin and (laughs) Sid together pick up an arm. (laughs) Picks up one of those big jiggly bingo arms. (laughs) Dead weight. (laughs) What are you doing here? Look what you've Dead! There's no time for that. We have to put out the flames. Where's your fire extinguisher? I don't have one. You don't have a fire extinguisher? Who has a fire extinguisher? Listen, I know it's not my place since I don't have coffee mugs in my house, but... (laughs) (laughs) Who has a coffee mug? (laughs) I don't know. Coffee man? (laughs) Fireman? Do I look like a fireman? (laughs) What the hell are you doing here? Fuck. Okay, use your jacket. This is a good jacket. 
Sid eyes him like, are you serious? Which shames Marvin into taking off his jacket and trying to smother the flames. Instead, the jacket catches on fire. What and the fire gets bigger. Uh, Marvin yelps and tosses the jacket oh, aside. Oh, oh. Okay, plan B. I'll get some water. Yeah, it's a grease fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been plan A. Sid races around the island to the sink and reaches for something to fill water with. <laughs> Where are the cups? I need cups or a bowl. What are cups? <laughs> They're all made of paper. They'll catch on fire. <laughs> made from trees. <laughs> Marvin doesn't answer. He's staring at the burning Brenda, <laughs> checking her pulse, tearing up. Sid opens another cabinet. Paper towels. Who organized these cabinets? Marvin! Marvin looks. A bowl! A big one! Marvin just stares. Do you have one? Marvin snaps out of it. Check over there! <laughs> Marvin points to a cabinet on the other side of the kitchen. It's full of coffee mugs. <laughs> Sid says, what are these? <laughs> I can't find a pulse. Fuck! Sid rips open the cabinet and grabs a huge bubble. Let's be honest. He wasn't going to be able to feel a pulse on her if she was alive. <laughs> <on> fire! <laughs> She was alive, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of cushioning. Yeah, a lot of extra. Yeah, you know, like Adipose tissue. Can't find a vein. Tissue. I have that same problem. Let's see if we can find a pulse on Lawrence. Not yet. Try the neck. Try my groin. Fuck you. So rips open the cabinet, grabs a huge bowl, then races back to the sink. He slams the faucet on, and the water trickles out. The water pressure is terrible. Oh, just everything just keeps going wrong for Brenda. No. Sid waits, visibly growing exponentially more impatient at the bowl, as the bowl very slowly fills. Marvin's house kitchen. Moments later, Brenda Sid douses Brenda with a bowl of water. Sid and Marvin look down solemnly at her charred and bloodied body. Then they look at each other. Exterior woods, night. Do you and think this is a good time to punch stop out. because it yeah. uh, looks like they killed Brenda yes, and killed now Brenda they're going now they to, to uh, bury her? In the so, woods I don't know why, why is Marvin like making himself an accessory to murder here when he it's not his fault at all? I don't know. Sid is guilty of breaking and entering and, and, and now murder and Marvin's like, well, I guess I'll help you cover up the murder that you did. Actually, I, I've... I had a cheeky glance ahead because we're punching okay, out. Okay. And it does solve the mystery of who stole Sid's lunch. Was it Brenda? It was Rick. Rick stole the lunch. Yes. One who, who stole guessed, the lunch? Wait, who from the Rick? I did. Lunch's jar. <laughs> Lawrence, how many points does Lawrence get? Uh, Lawrence gets 20,000. Okay. 20,000? No, he can't get 20,000. I think that's more than I have. So. <laughs> no, you have 22,000. Okay, good. I win. Uh, all right. Well, now that I've won the show. Um, we're going to punch out there. Gonna, okay, yeah, now gonna, you can both cash in, on that. cash in your tokens no. at the uh, prize uh, desk. Uh, we have <laughs> Ooh, I want one of those big pencils. Uh, 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 <laughs> we, have a, we have a big pencil. We also have the, you know, that little stick with the two balls in the end. Whenever you turn it upside down, it goes... Okay, I, got, I want that. Okay. I'm, getting, I'm getting that. Well, that's 25,000 tokens, so do Fuck. you have anything else? I, th I think I have some from last show. <laughs> Okay, you know what? You do have some tokens from last show, so you can... Have... <laughs> Does it have a back-scratching claw on the end? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a different Damn toy. That, right. that one's well, only... But, I'll have but, to settle for that but one. But that one's 10,000 because it only goes <laughs> in one direction. That's bullshit. And then you turn upside down want... and let it reload. Yeah. Yeah. It wants the good one. I want a crazy straw. 
And oh, then, those are like twelve each. And then and then one of those uh, the the gooey things with the where you it's like a you, it's the, like a oh, foot. The, the gooey grabber. And then it snag and you flick it at the wall and it. Oh, those sticks. are fun. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a twenty five cents in the machines out front. You can just go <laughs> get a quarter. I don't have from any quarters. Your, I use them all in the ski ball machines. <laughs> well, go go ask your mom. Oh, good, 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 good idea. Good thing. Go see your mom. All right. Well, I'm good gonna thinking. I'm gonna go see my mom. Ask her for some quarters. <laughs> and in the meantime, we are going to end the show right here. But after we do this, we will be recording part three of our Patreon exclusive sent into us by Deshaun uh, called "Winning the Battle," and it is uh, fantastic. It's very funny. Enjoying it very much. And again, we thank Deshaun for that. And please, and we're visit glad us. you're enjoying it, Deshaun. Yes, and we're glad Deshaun you, is enjoying it as well. And if, again, if you have any scripts you want to send us, yes, please send, send them us to uh, Unscripted Script Show at yes. gmail.com. We'd sure love to hear from you. <laughs> And, and you know the Patreon link. Yep, the so. Patreon link, patreon.com slash unscripted scripts. So, with that, we will end the show. Uh, so, John and I'm Jeff and Lawrence uh, all saying goodbye. And happy birthday, Shut Jeff. up. <laughs> oh, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.